You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 203. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 203. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. You know. Go, Amy. It's your birthday. I'm 20. We're going to podcast like it's your birthday. <laughs> I'm 29. I thought you were going to say you are 20. <laughs> no, I'm 38. <laughs> uh, but I don't look a day past 29. <laughs> Not a day. <laughs> if I do say so myself. No, no, no. <laughs> One day past 28. Yeah, wh- definitely. Yeah. Well, if you are listening to the podcast today on May 15th, it is my 38th birthday today. 3-8. Kicking down 40s door. I'm kicking 40s door down, as my brother likes to tell me. So no matter what, I'm always going to be five years ahead of him. So right. he can always give me shit. But anyway, <laughs> excited to celebrate my birthday with the audience today. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. And we have the second highly anticipated installment of How to Manifest Your Soulmate. I've That's a big one. I've gotten a lot of really awesome feedback about this series and, you know, because they, they're they asking for it. They want to know how to manifest a Mr. Smith. You got to get your solely on. <laughs> get your solely on. Hashtag get your solely on. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be talking about today. You can certainly get a lot from this podcast if you haven't listened to part one, but they really, really work in tandem with one another. So I highly suggest that you go back and listen to episode 202. You can listen to them out of order. That's completely fine. But they both have a lot of integral pieces into really calling forth this person into your world. So you have to, have to, have to do both parts. But do them in whatever order you want. And we will we'll be jumping into that in a second. But of course, we got to get a little mic warm up happening here first, don't you think? Well, we've warmed the mic up pretty good already, but let's just make it really hot. Let's get it hot. Would you rather? Yeah. See, now it's warm. Now it's nice and toasty. All right. It's not even like a thing. It's not even a thing to warm up You always mic. say that. I know. It's just a funny thing. It is funny. It's a stupid, All right. stupid thing. Would you rather have a helper monkey? Or a task weasel. <laughs> I feel I feel a little tiny rhino thing happening it's here. It's kind of like a tiny rhino, but you know, variation. Oh my okay, wait. Tiny rhinos aren't very helpful. Wait, wait. Other wait. than making you feel good. Wait, wait, just let's back up. Back up. Okay. Beep. Beep. <laughs> beep. Okay. A task monkey? Yes. Or a what's weasel? No, a, uh, a helper monkey. Oh, a helper monkey. Or a task weasel. Or a task weasel. Mm-hmm. Weasel. Oh, weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you enunciating the H? Weasel. Weasel. Ooh, let me have some of that cool whip. What'd you say? You can't have a pie without cool whip. 
Cool Whip? Cool Whip, yeah. You mean Cool Whip? Yeah, Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. You're saying it weird. Why are you putting so much emphasis on the H? What are you talking about? I'm just saying it. Cool Whip. You put Cool Whip on pie. <laughs> pie tastes better with Cool Whip. <laughs> um... Okay, let me just let me let me try think to, about that let for me a second. Okay, so are they both basically doing whatever? They're like a VA, like a virtual uh, assistant. Uh, well, I guess not a. They VA. wouldn't be a virtual assistant. They would be an actual. They would virtually be an assistant. They'd literally be an assistant. Yeah. So they would they could do tasks. They could both do tasks or anything I need help with. Yeah. So it's would I rather have a monkey or a weasel or a weasel? A weasel. So wait, are the <laughs> <laughs> wait? Do, do they both do they both talk? No. No, no, they don't nobody talk, talks. They're just able to take They notes. will take commands. Take commands, mm-hmm. take notes. How big is the monkey? Are we talking like a fucking orangutan? Like, or like something kind of We're talking cute? about a, like a gorilla. Like a gorilla. <laughs> like a full-on ape. No. Uh, because if it was that case. Like a chimp, probably. Okay. Because I'm thinking if it's a full-blown ape, like they could help you move furniture. That's true. Like, but yeah. then they probably would also cost a lot more to house and maintenance. Bigger poop. Bigger turds. <laughs> Gotta get that ape turd. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ape turd. <laughs> this is such a classy podcast. I think I think I would probably now that I've kind of okay, the fact that we have such a farm already and it takes such an effort to maintain <laughs> See, I love how you look at the it, like, animals that the we have now. Side of and they're small animals. They're all small animals. I can't imagine a larger monkey. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go with... I'm the, talking about chimp, like, a you know, an average size. Your everyday average. Everyday average size. I'm going to go for the task weasel. For a weasel? Yeah. They can get into small areas, places you can't get. That's right. Like They could probably handle our mice problem. Yes, they could take care of our mice problem. See? Yeah. Already getting more Boom. and more utilitarian. Just put a GoPro on his back. <laughs> <laughs> get it its own Instagram account. <laughs> Four shiz. It'd be like Wacky the Weasel. Oh, oh my. my gosh. Tales from Wacky the Weasel. Wacky the Task Weasel. <laughs> I'm going to whack that task. <laughs> wow. We, but, okay, but wait uh, yeah. a minute. Because you have an imposable thumb in the mix here. So, oh, because they do? They have imposable no, thumbs? No, I'm, I'm talking about monkeys. Oh, mu- oh I'm like, Come on. weasels do? No. no. I'm still going to go with the weasel. All right. Okay. Weasel it is. How I might go with the monkey. You are? Yeah. Okay. I think they're a little bit more intelligent and they might be able to do more tasks. They might be able to like send out emails for you and stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they write a letter to mother. <laughs> oh All right. So this is a good one. I have a feeling we're... Okay. Wait. Tell me it again. It's a task. It's a, <laughs> it's a task monkey. It's a helper monkey. Oh, a helper. God damn it. A helper monkey. <laughs> and a task weasel. And a task I feel like it's going to be the new tiny right now. And everybody's going to be like, thanks so much for this pod. Helper Ta- weasel. Helper task weasel. Oh, yeah, task weasel. Sorry. Oh, my God. I even messed up my own would you rather. All right. So if you want to sound off, if you would rather have a task monkey or – No, a helper monkey. A helper God monkey. It, or a task, task weasel. weasel. Find oh, wacky me, the task weasel. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Find me on Instagram <laughs> under the handle at the joy junkie. And oh. I always post memes about the latest podcast episode. Just find us there and share what you would rather underneath the comments. It just cracks me up so much to hear. Like I love it. I love hearing from yeah, you guys. It's so great. And I always forward it on to Mr. Smith. So he completely enjoys it. Okay. This episode, if you did not see it coming, also includes... 
You got that right. Free shit alert. Oh, I hear it coming. We interrupt this broadcast of the Joy Junkie Show to bring you this urgent free shit alert. Repeat, this is a free shit alert. Here's the deal. I created a pretty elaborate workbook, essentially, for last week's podcast and this week's podcast. It's all together. You will definitely want to download this if you have not done so already. It'll walk you through everything that we talked about last week as well as everything that we're talking about this week. So all you have to do is go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 203 and you just ask for it. We'll send it right to your email and then you'll have everything you need to work through this whole manifestation process. The reason why this was so incredibly important is there is a psychological basis to recording things on paper and how that tends to crystallize and manifest things far more than if you just think about it and process it. It creates more of a tangible energy. Yeah. And it totally does. Like science, you guys. Writing so, things down just uh, manifests things in a lot crisper, quicker way. That's right. It's all just energy. So if we're able to kind of transfer that energy that's kind of muddled in our own mind and crystallize it out on paper, it sends out more of like a homing device, more of a signal out to the universe, like bring this soulmate to me. I find also just to add on to that, that you have to check in on it. Like you can't just write it once. You got to go back and refine it. That's exactly right. Because there's going to be things that you uncover from last week and things you uncover from this week that might ebb and flow and change slightly as you dig into the worksheets, you want to go back and refine it and change it and add and tweak and all of that stuff. Again, going to thejoyjunkie.com slash 203, you'll see a large yellow button. You just ask for the worksheets. We'll send it directly to you. And I think they're kind of impressive if I do say so myself. They are. They are impressive. If you opt to listen to this while you're driving or working out or cooking or whatever, please, please be sure to do it again later with your worksheets because this is one of those things that if you want to really make this shit happen, you have to make it important. You have to take a considerable amount of time, get this stuff in front of you, paying attention. If you just flippantly are like, yeah, 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 I'm going to call in call my soulmate into existence and you're haphazard about it and you don't really care and you're not really purposeful about it, that's likely what you're going to manifest. That's right. Be really diligent about the energy that you're putting behind it. We're going to talk today about a five-step process to manifestation. Now, we've talked about this process in the past in other podcast episodes where we've been talking about like generally how to manifest things. If that is you, I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes page. I've created another sort of worksheet that you can do if you're not necessarily looking to manifest a soulmate in particular. But this particular episode is going to take that five-step process and tweak it through the lens of personal relationships and dating and getting yourself out there. The first step is declaration. And you're going to see a spot for this in your worksheets where you're going to craft. Here are the five steps and then what you need to do underneath each of those five steps. So the first step is declaration. And this is essentially putting your order in with the universe. This is like saying, hey, here's what I want. Now, all of last week's episode was all about the declaration process. I take you through a very specific 
exercise called the soulmate factory exercise where you get really crystal clear about all of the components that you want in your partner. Yeah, absolutely. So last week is essentially all step one. So you definitely want to make sure that you go through that. Now, I declare. I declare. For those of you who already went through Soulmate Factory exercise from last week, what we're going to do now is we're going to get that declaration out and in front of us so that we are kind of inundating ourselves with the new thing that we want to manifest. So there's a ton of ways that you can do this. One of the things that I highly, highly suggest if you're really serious about this is to look at your soulmate factory exercise every single day and read through. Here are all the qualities I'm looking for. Here's who I intend to be inside this relationship. Here's what I imagine our life together is going to be like. Getting that kind of in your mind every single day, it's like you're turning the radio dial to the station you really want to hear every day because you can very easily slip back into negative thought patterns, being like, woe is me, focusing on hating your ex a ton, or nothing ever works out for me. And you can very easily start focusing on the things you don't want Mm -hmm. instead of the things that you do want. So all that is, is very simple. It's only about an inundation process. It's about peppering your entire environment with reminders of what you want to attract. Salt and peppering? Salt and peppering. Salt and peppers here. (laughs) We're in effect. One, two, three, push push it back. (laughs) (laughs) Working up a sweat. Wow, white people be like, God, so embarrassing. (laughs) How's that embarrassing? They're awesome. Uh, It's a little embarrassing. Now that that's out of our system. Right. I feel good. Get that All right. So declaration and really getting inundated. So rereading it every single day. You can also create vision slash action boards of like physical traits of the person that you want to attract. Like, you know, cut out magazines. You can also do all the character traits that you want to, to attract. Like honesty, integrity, creative, musician, tattoos, whatever, you know, like, I mean, that tags back into the the physical realm, but you can also put like, if you imagine that you guys are going to travel all the time and, or you're going to do rock climbing or you're going to run races, you can put that on a vision board. So all of that stuff is getting it on the forefront of your mind and creating kind of a focus of what you want to attract. I've also had people who carry around their soulmate factory exercise on paper Within that, with their planner or, or in their purse or in their wallet or or anything like that, so that it's kind of this when you're on a date. <laughs> on a date, like <laughs> you roll it out. it out like a scroll, like okay, I'm gonna need you to check the boxes. <laughs> no, no. But at least putting it up in front of you, you can also do things like putting things on your screensaver that says you are allowed to desire your heart's twin or something like that. Something creepy. Something creepy yeah. that reminds <laughs> you that that you are deserving of this, that you really are worthy of finding this and that it matters and that it's important. You can change your passwords to reflect things like soulmate 2018 or 2017 or something like that where it's basically in your 
mind all the time. That's the important thing about this whole declaration and inundation process. All right, number two. This one you guys are probably going to not like at all. Decluttering. Mm. This is basically eliminating or scaling down on anything that is arresting your progress of allowing room for this person to come into your world. This means you got to stop with those fucking booty calls and those <laughs> lame ass swiping right on, you know, the hookups oh, on man. Tinder and all of those things. All of that stuff is energy. So it's essentially if you're saying to the universe, oh my God, here's what I want, but then your actions are directly refuting that and you're saying, but I'm going to accept all of this other clutter in my life. The universe is like, wait a minute, do you want this or not? Because you're showing me that you want something completely different. I used an analogy before. This I heard uh, somebody sharing this years and years ago. She was an interior designer and she went into this couple's house and the first thing that she sees is this god-awful chair. And she says, okay, first thing you got to do is you've got to get rid of this fucking chair. And the couple is like, oh, well, well, if we get rid of this chair, what are we going to sit on? And she's like, the sooner you get rid of that chair, the sooner you <laughs> will figure out what you're, you're going to sit on. So we can use that in the sexual sense, too. If you've been <laughs> sitting on the wrong fucking person. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The sooner you get rid of that person... Now you've created this space for you to ride another one. <laughs> oh, that, and that's why we have explicit content. That's great. But that's what we do a lot of times is, and it makes a lot of logical sense. We think, okay, well, until the until that perfect person comes along, I'm just going to get mine over here. Or I'm just going to still hang out with this person who I know it's not going anywhere, but I might as well have something to do on Friday night. What you don't realize is that that is what I like to call fucking up your frequency. It's allowing room for clutter in your life instead of saying, okay, no more. I'm not going to keep entertaining all of these things that I don't want. I'm going to create the space in my world and energetically the space in my own heart for what I really, really want. So this also means not just the casual hookups or the relationship that you're killing time with, but also going back to your toxic ex. Yeah. That's a massive, massive clutter in your relationship Absolutely. frequency. You've got to get that out of your life. First, declaration and inundation, getting inundated with your declaration. Second, decluttering the fuck out of your life. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> if you're fucking the wrong person, you have got to declutter that. Declutter. Possibly one of the most integral pieces is number three, taking inspired action. Here's the deal. I need you to create a list, and you're going to see a spot to do this on your worksheets. List out all of the things that you can do that would actually sound like fun where you could get out of your comfort zone and actually have the potential of meeting new people. Mm -hmm. New I, energy. That, I love it. It's That's right. You're stirring up a bunch of new energy. You're getting out of your comfort zone. And what it does on an energetic level is it showcases to the universe, I'm willing to do something about this. So if, you, if anybody has seen the movie uh, The Secret. Secret. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> There's a huge piece that's missing. 
So it talks a lot about the declaration and about declaring to the universe, here's what I want. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't talk at all about taking inspired action, that you actually have to do something about it. It's true. And the deal is, is you have to do something that feels good. So we don't want to encourage you to, like if, if online dating makes you want to pull your teeth out, that's not your piece of inspired action. Probably less in your dating pool if you pull your teeth out. That's too. right. That might be a little <laughs> less attractive. Who knows? Some people might take Some that. people might like it. I, I don't know. It's got one tooth. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> be intentional about the inspired action that you take. So the deal is, is whatever you decide that you're going to do, and I'm going to give you a handful of ideas, those things, they can be scary, like nerve-wracking of putting yourself out there, but they should be something that sounds fun and exciting to do, whether or not you actually yield the result of manifesting your soulmate. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we go into things like this going like, where is he? Where is she? Like, oh my gosh, I've got to make it happen. And that's not, that is a, like a control, like uh, angsty fearful place of manifestation. The idea is that you just start doing things that you genuinely enjoy. Right. So here's a couple of ideas. That's great. You can join different clubs or teams, you know, maybe like a, a sports team or something. You know, I've had friends who've gotten involved in like community softball leagues that are co-ed, things that are involved with like a spiritual center or a church where you might have the same sorts of core belief systems. Or like a dog group. Like, yeah, exactly. Organizations. It could be something where you are kind of like a political activist, where you might meet somebody who also shares the same sort of passions. Yes. Where you would be inspired to be a part of that group, whether or not it yielded a soulmate. Yes. 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 Yes, Queen. You can also try things like speed dating, where you're like, let's just see if this is a kick in the pants. You know, what might I discover? If it sounds like, Oh, I'm nervous, but that sounds kind of fun. Let's do it. Again, if it's something that sounds like I would rather fucking die (laughs) or pull my teeth out, like I said, that's not your inspired action. But here's the deal. You got to do something. Right. So you don't get to do all of this declaration process, declutter your life, and then sit around and wait for it to just drop in your lap. That's not going to happen. I want to define a little bit what the difference is between wanting to pull your teeth out and feeling nervous or, you know, like... Oh, that's a good point. There's a fine line there. Yeah. uh, I think a colleague of mine calls it scared sighted, Mm -hmm. where you're scared, but you're also kind of excited. It's the same sort of feeling you get when you are going on a job interview and you're totally nervous, but you're really excited about the potential of getting that job. Versus something like, for me, uh, I've used this example oftentimes, in in my business, you can market and network in a ton of different ways. I learned very early on that I fucking hate networking meetings. I hate going to those meetings where everybody stands up, everyone gets two minutes to tote their (laughs) shit and talk about how amazing they are, and then you try to set up meetings. No. Like, that's not my method of, it's totally my method. And that's yours, yeah. right? You love that shit. I would so much rather do all of it online. Yeah. I'd rather reach out to people via Skype or Facebook or Instagram, create connections that way, and then have a personal conversation. I'm with them. old school. You're old school. Old school. 
<laughs> so that's kind of the difference. There's one that it's the method is off, right? Like I don't want the that method mm-hmm. of network marketing. That makes sense. I still want to get out there. So even if I'm nervous about maybe contacting somebody via email, I'm still excited about what it could yield. And that's what I'm talking about, the difference of being scared, but knowing that it's its like, it's kind of titillating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> titillating, I love it. Versus like that feels heavy and daunting and ew. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Sarah, and if you're wondering, that's S-A-R-A, no H, because H's are L. <laughs> right? That's kind of the differentiation. So thank you for for throwing that in there. A couple of other ideas about inspired action. Internet profiles, like that's, that really is a, I've met a ton of people who actually found their soulmate that way. And Hmm. I think it's extremely efficient. I think that's probably what I would do because I like sitting behind my computer all day. (laughs) Right. And it just feels really efficient to me, but Granted, I haven't been in the dating world for 20 years, so I don't know. Yeah. A lot of shit has changed. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> but that may not be your method, and that's fine too. But it's about figuring out which action step does sound like fun. I've also seen people do this where they they petition all of their friends and family and say, I want to be hooked up. I want to be hooked up. We We actually had a friend who did that, who reached out to us, reached out to actually his entire circle – and is in a really happy, amazing relationship now. Yeah. And it's it's unorthodox. It definitely takes some vulnerability. And you could do that. I mean, he ended up posting it on Facebook. Like, Facebook friends, I'm fucking ready. If, if there's anyone you think who would be amazing for me, send them my way. And I have no idea if that's how he ended up with who he ended up with. But it was an action. It's the action. Yeah. Again, it doesn't have to yield the result. All it has to do is send this message to the universe that you are willing to do your part. I've had a ton of shit manifest for me from methods other than what I thought would yield the result. But it was just because the universe was like, okay, Smitty, I see your action and I'm going to I'm gonna raise you one mm-hmm. and I will drop you what you need in a way in which you never thought possible. So again, that's why it's important that your inspired action is something that you would actually want to do whether or not it yields the result. Yeah, absolutely. It's it. about the messaging that you're sending. You could even do this on a different scale. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to broadcast this on your social networks, but you might reach out to your sister who you really trust or a really close network of friends privately and just say, hey, if there is anybody that you think would be an amazing setup with me, I am super open to that. And it is just a messaging, hey, I'm ready. I'm ready to receive and I'm determined to not clutter up my world with all of the wrong ones, all of the killing time, fucking up my frequency. Fucking up my frequency, man. You can also just very simply start by getting involved in something you're passionate about. It could be helping children. It could be something politically inspired, ethically, something around animals. It could be giving back to the community in some way. Anything like that is action that you're taking that seems like it's in alignment with who you are 
that really, it's like sending out that homing device to the universe saying like, okay, cool. She's taking action. He's taking action. Let's reward that. Yeah. It's very, very simple. But most of the time, we are sending out total mixed messages to the universe. So it's like, what the fuck? How am I supposed to deliver this to you? I don't know what you're saying to me. And this is really evident in number four, which is learning to receive. This is one of the ways in which we really, really confuse the universe. Receptivity and the ability to receive all things, whether it is compliments, whether it is somebody picking up the tab, giving you a nice gift, doing a really awesome favor for you around the office or at home that really Mm -hmm. alleviates a lot of pressure on you. If you cannot receive those small things, you're going to have a very, very hard time receiving massive, gorgeous love from an amazing human being. Yeah, absolutely. This process of receiving is huge because if you are saying to the universe, hey, I'm ready to receive this beautiful human in my world, but then you show the universe on all these other, in all these other ways and all these other examples that I'm repelling gifts and love and generosity and kindness. The universe is like, what are, wait, what? What? I'm trying to give you what you want, but then around every corner, you're shutting shit down. You have to be willing to receive. This is probably one of the hardest pieces for everybody. So you can start with compliments. Start by receiving any kindness, nicety that comes your way and accept it gracefully and kindly. Like, thank you so much for saying that. Mm -hmm. Knowing that you are training yourself to receive love from your soulmate. I love it. Because there's a lot of times where we think this is what we want and we broadcast it, but then we fucking self-sabotage with our old disempowering beliefs and old shit about not being worthy, uh-huh. not being good enough for a soulmate. Deep. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say I can tidily wrap that up in a, you know, two 30-minute episodes, but that's a very basic level of learning to receive in all areas. Right. So the same is true if you do get involved in a dating relationship or maybe you like let's say you do take some inspired action, you join a gym, like a climbing gym. And you're like maybe I'll meet other people who really love rock climbing. And then somebody says something to you like I'd really love to get your number and you're totally interested and you shut it down. It's like, what the fuck? You are getting delivered what you're asking for. You need to receive it if it's something that you wanted to continue on with. Or if somebody offers to get you a coffee and you're like, no, 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 no. And you refuse. The universe like, dude, she doesn't want us to give her anything. Let's just stop giving her things. It's like you're talking out of two sides of your mouth. That's one of the ways that we don't realize we're repelling, but we absolutely are. And Mm -hmm. you'll notice it even in repelling of money, repelling of friendships, repelling of anything else you're trying to manifest. If you cannot receive, you're going to have a very hard time receiving the thing that you're trying to create into existence. Hmm. All right. Number five, and this is also really integral, positive self-talk throughout the entire process. You are going to have ups and downs. There are going to be people who are shitty and you're going to have to be like, okay, no, I'm not going to entertain this relationship or that date didn't go well or maybe something was really crass or rude or said 
with ill intent to you via email or text or whatever, and you might get really discouraged and disheartened. So in those moments, it's about telling yourself you're allowed to feel what you feel and this too shall pass. This doesn't mean we can't still manifest our soulmate. It's just being kind and encouraging to yourself the way you would to a small child or somebody that you loved greatly. If they got discouraged because they couldn't ride a bike, they kept falling over, it would be like, honey. You fucking idiot. No. No. (laughs) Bad Mr. Smith. Kidding. You know what you get for that? A cold prickly. We haven't got to use that one in a long time. <laughs> Just because I love that one and I never get to use it. All right. But but you do have an opportunity to redeem yourself. Okay. Same with that sort of analogy with a small child. You wouldn't be like, you fucker. You totally fucked up. It would be like, hey, I know this is hard. I know that there's ups and downs and there's times when it feels like this is never going to happen for you. And talk to yourself just like that. Almost as a, an outside entity. Hey, you're allowed to get discouraged. This has no bearing on your worth. You are still allowed to want what you want. You are still allowed to pursue it. And just really being cognizant of being kind to yourself throughout the process. Because depending on where you are at with your own personal development, with where you're at as far as your decluttering willingness, where you're at with taking inspired action, For some people, this process is going to be extremely slow and span over multiple years. For other people, they're going to be like, I'm fucking done. I will throw everything at it. I'm going to declutter. I'm going to take inspired action. I'm going to inundate myself. I'm ready to receive. And they will be far more rapid with their manifestation process. Preach. So whatever happens, your journey is designed to teach you something. So whatever that interaction is that leaves you sad or despondent or discouraged, look for the learning in it. Allow yourself to feel the pain in the potency of the moment. But then when you wake up the next day or the, you know, in a couple of days, look at, okay, what was I meant to learn with that interaction? How is this going to better equip me to be in an awesome partnership? What do I want to change now that I've experienced this thing going forward? So we can be defined by the shitty things that happen to us, or we can be defined by how we deal with them. Yes. That is your call. That is your choice. If you go into that place of like, easy for you to say, Amy, you've been with your partner forever and blah, 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 blah. Guess what you're focusing on? The shit you don't want. Being a victim, being woe is me, being it's not realistic, all of that. Congratulations. If you attach to that, it will continue to not be realistic. It will continue to be outside of your reach. So you need to really, really watch. Are you staying focused on what you do want or what you don't want? Mm -hmm. Be patient with yourself because there, like I said, there's going to be people who are rapid and their process is really quick. And then there's others who are not where maybe they're... They're having a real hard time getting out there or they're having a really hard time learning how to receive or believing that it's possible and really doing the whole Soulmate Factory exercise from last week. Wherever you are in your journey, be compassionate with your pace. I tend to be really slow with these sorts of things. I tend to be slow and tedious and methodical with everything that I do. My best friend is so fucking fast. Everything she does is fast. When she decided she wanted to write a book, she got a book deal like that. I'm like, 
okay, I gotta ease into that, you know. So just yeah, she's honor. more like Steve Irwin. She's like Steve. Well, Irwin. Here we go. Here we go. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really bad idea. Well, here we go. <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so that's that's butchering that accent. Totally. I, for a long time, used the personal mantra, your pace is perfect. Your pace is perfect. And that's how I spoke kindly to myself. And everything that I'm giving you here is a blueprint. It's a plan. And you are responsible for all elements of the plan all the time. Yeah. That's what's scary about this is this is a lot of shit. This is very different than just let me start a dating profile. This is you have to be diligent about how you're speaking to yourself, peppering your environment with what you do want, taking inspired action, being sure that you're not entertaining shit you don't want, like de- the whole decluttering piece, and being able to receive. That's a lot of shit to have on your plate. That's a lot of shit to be reminding yourself of daily, day in and day out. So be compassionate with your pace Be compassionate with your journey. And keep in mind, you guys, for most of you, this may not be applicable to everybody if you're in a polyamorous sort of environment or whatever, but for most of us, there's just one. There's only fucking one. So just by the sheer law of ratios and science, you're going to have a lot more poor interactions than you are stellar interactions. Yeah. And like I said before last week, I have seen people do these sorts of manifestation processes, particularly with what I presented last week with the soulmate factory exercise. And they have completely manifested it like absolutely a hundred percent. Very quickly. They've manifested it in their world. Nice. It is totally possible for you know that there's just one. So there might be a ton of wrong ones that teach you lessons as you go. You think there's only one? I'm just saying you ultimately settle with one. Ah, gotcha. Like I, I do think we're soulfully connected with way more than just one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I absolutely agree with you on that. But I'm saying most of us aren't looking down, looking to settling down with five. Right. Yeah, no. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just be super, super compassionate with your journey. It's really ambitious. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> calm down. Let's just start with one. <laughs> Yeah, but we're super open. If you're polyamorous, if you're swingers, whatever, that's usually not, this is usually not your podcast of choice for something like this. For something like that, yeah. Yeah, which is fine. I'm really, truly hoping this is helpful. What I want you to hear more than anything is what you want matters, what you desire matters. You are worthy of having sublime love and connection in your world, and all you have to do is act like it. Hope this has been helpful for you guys. Don't forget to get this all out on paper. Get that cheat sheet at thejoyjunkie.com slash 203. Find me on Instagram. Tell me how it's been going for you. And I really, really hope that this is inspiring and exciting for you guys. We'll see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.